Okay, so yeah, my name is Jason Bell. I'm
Okay, we're going to go to John 14, 1 through 6, and take a look at that. And hear what the hard saying or the difficult saying is for tonight. Um, before you do that, though, I want to, um, I shouldn't really call this pop culture because it's come quite a ways back, but I want to bring in Frank Sinatra, if I can. Have you guys heard of Frank Sinatra? Because I'm obviously dating, but Frank Sinatra is not even, that's not my music, okay? It might be old to you guys, but that's not my music. That's not my generation, okay? Uh, but he did say this. He sang in a song, I did it my way. Elvis Presley also covered this. But it's originally Frank Sinatra. I did it my way. I said the things I truly felt and I never knelt, is what he said. I'll say that again. I did it my way. It's not just a song. It kind of embodies that. I did it my way. I said the things I truly felt and I never knelt. There is a scripture passage that says, every knee will bow. One day. It's better yeah. you to kneel here than yeah. you kneel. Okay, so Bon Jovi, that's skipping up a little bit. That's Woo! my generation. I mean, that is the 80s. I, I was, you know, just a kid then, but Bon Jovi actually kind of sort of, it's not a cover of Frank Sinatra's song. It's like his own song, but he actually says Frankie in the song, and he said this, or he sang this. I wish I, got, I, wish I could, like, you know, cut out some, belt out some Frank Sinatra. You got it. Interjects. No, we don't. <laughs> it's kind of refreshing. 
Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, here's our, our main sentence tonight, I am the way and the truth and the life. Followed by this, no one comes to the Father except through me. If you didn't get the first part of it, he takes, he takes the knife and he turns it. And he makes it exclusive. And he makes it difficult. Saying, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know me and have seen, seen him. And did he say that to the disciples? Yeah. We're looking specifically at this. Jesus saying, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Okay, so do you guys understand that this is a very exclusive statement? Yes. Right off the bat? Okay. Truth by its nature is exclusive, not inclusive. Okay. But this is pretty difficult for us to handle in our culture today, if you think about this for a moment. We prize, we value, we treasure, we elevate inclusion. And it can't be a good thing. But Jesus doesn't include everything, everyone. There are times when Jesus denies people and he lets them walk away. But for us right now, if we hear exclusive statements, there's kind of like a radar. There's almost an alarm that goes off for us. We're kind of conditioned at that. In inclusion is like the banner we wave right now. I mean, where are we right now? We're in the ballroom, the white ballroom of the LSC, the Loneland Student Center. What does it say on the glass on the very front of this building? You belong. Did you notice that? You belong. It's, it's this idea of inclusion. Okay, listen to this. This is Ryan T. Anderson of the Ethics and Publicly, Public Policy Center. He gives us a current social analysis. You heard that right? Social analysis. Did I just step into class or what? This is going to sound kind of like a professor, but I will read it slowly, and I'll read it a couple times, and then I'm going to follow it by a story so we can get it. Okay? You got it? This is Ryan T. Anderson. He said, until recently, in Western civilization, the person was a creature of God who sought to conform himself to the truth, to objective moral standards in pursuit of eternal life. Can I go again? Until recently, in Western civilization, the person was a creature of God who sought to conform himself to the truth. Jesus said, he is the truth. To objective moral standards in pursuit of eternal life. Modern man, however, and that would be us today in our time, modern man, however, seeks to be true to himself. Rather than conform thoughts, feelings, and actions to objective reality, a reality truth outside of himself, man's inner life becomes the source of truth. That's other than Jesus. That is us. You guys following that? Should I read the second portion again or you got it? Okay. This is us. Modern man seems to be true to himself. Rather than conform thoughts, feelings, and actions to objective reality, man's inner life itself becomes the source of truth. So, in other words, like Frank Sinatra said it, we do it our way. We do it our way, and we do it emphatically our way. What I want to do tonight is tell you about a man that did it his way, 
and you did it passionately with no restraint. And we're going to sit out with you. Okay? Yeah. The guy's name is Dorian Gray. Woo! Anybody know Dorian Gray? Oscar Wilde? Yeah. Got some theater majors. Got a few people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somebody read a picture of Dorian Gray. Okay, well, I'll catch you up if you've never heard of Dorian Gray. If you don't know who Oscar Wilde is, the author of the picture of Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray, he's the main character in a novel by the Irish poet and playwright, playwright Oscar Wilde, who lived in the 1800s. The main character, Dorian, had a picture in the story. The main character is Dorian, Dorian Gray. He has a portrait, a picture painted of himself by his good friend, Basil Holloway. It's a common name today, right? Dorian has a picture painted of himself by his friend, Basil Holloway. The portrait is quite an accomplishment by Basil. In fact, as he's working on it, he tells Dorian, this is my best work yet. He's like, I'm, I feel like almost inspired by painting your picture. Um, it fully captures the handsome features and youthfulness of Dorian Gray. And when Dorian sees the finished product, he actually stands in front of it and just kind of mes is kind of mesmerized. And it's almost kind of kind of gross. I'm giving you the, the 1945 movie that was made in rendition of this, okay? But he stands there and he looks at his own portrait and he's captivated by his own youthfulness and picture. So much so that he's, as he's staring at it, almost worshiping it, he utters what could be described, I would say first as a wish, but he listens to it. It's kind of more like a prayer. And later in the movie, he actually calls it this is what he said as he's looking at his own picture. If only it was the picture who was to grow old and I remain young. At this point, he's around 18, freshman in college. But he's in London, not in Kind of. He says this, if, it, if only it was the picture who was to grow old and I remain young, there's nothing in the world I would give Yes, I would give even my soul for that. If the picture was to go old, and he would not. What is he saying? Okay, Dorian is under the influence of this character named Lord Henry Watson. I wish I had a good British accent to describe. I'm going to read some of the things that, as an influence of Dorian, he says to him. And I wish I could do it a good British accent, but I think sometimes no accent at all is better than bad accents. Here we go. <laughs> my kids have been into trying to do a British accent and they're just butchering it, so I'm just like, please stop. Okay, so this is what he says to Dorian, and this influences him to say what he says about the portrait. Okay? There's only one way to get rid of temptation, and that is to yield to it. You see who he is, okay? Right off the bat. He said this I like persons better than principles, and persons with no principles better than anything at all. And this is Dorian Gray's primary influence. He continues with some of his, um, whatever you want to call it. I wouldn't call it wisdom or proverbs or truth. It's just what he said. He said, Dorian, one of the great secrets of life is this. Most people die of a sort of creeping common sense and discover too late that the only thing that one never regrets are one's mistakes. Most people die of a sort of creeping common sense and discover that too late the only things 
that one never regrets are one's mistakes. He's saying there are no mistakes. Go ahead and make a mess of it. And anybody else for that matters. Okay, back to Ryan T. Anderson for his continued cultural analysis of us in our time. He says, this is where we are at today. Each of us, and I'm paralleling with this with Jordan Gray this time, and how we act. Each of us now seeks to give expression to our individual lives rather than seeing ourselves as, as embedded in communities and bound by natural and supernatural laws. Some of you felt like you're back in class again, so I'm going to read it twice. Each of us now seeks to give expression to our individual lives rather than seeing ourselves as placed, embedded in communities, and bound by natural and supernatural laws. Yeah. Embedded in community, this is a community. Your family is a community. Your town is a community. But in our culture today, it's you above everything. You disregard your family. You disregard your community. It's what, what is your inner self telling you? Right. And this is what he says next. Authenticity to inner feelings rather than adherence to transcendent truth becomes the norm. Authenticity to inner feelings rather than adherence to transcendent truth becomes the norm. And that was the very MO, the mode of operation for Dorian Gray. Right. Yeah. Okay. What did Dorian Gray say? Again, he said this, if only, if only, he says this like longingly, if only that it was the picture he was to grow old. Right. And I remain young. There's nothing in the world I would give for that. Yes, I would give even myself Okay. I'm comparing tonight Dorian Gray with a college student. He was 18. He had a new freedom, having stepped out on his own. Hello, freshman? And he had ample opportunity to explore and experiment in London. Some of you do understand this. Some of you, like, especially right now, you've already realized that Sam Houston State is not your high school experience. Anybody that's a freshman realize this is not high school part? Okay. <laughs> and your parents are not here. You do not go home to them, right? For most of you, uh, maybe if you're like from Huntsville, or maybe uh, even, even Conroe, though, most of your old friend group is not here, right? Yeah. So all I'm trying to say is the checks and balances you have once they are largely gone. Right. And for Doria, this would be like completely ideal. He wanted to live unbridled life, an unencumbered life, and follow every temptation and desire that came his way, from maximizing pleasure for himself at the expense of others without expense to himself. Yeah. That's what is very clear in the book and in the movie. Um, we say this, or I don't say this, I've heard this, and I think it's trash. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? Okay, that's like, for, for Dorian, that's like, yes. This is what he's wishing upon that picture. Do things and it would never been bad, right? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Side note, or maybe not a side note, maybe very just correct right on. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas is not true in Vegas or Vegas. It's not true for London. It's not true for San Diego State. Okay. So I've been here for over 25 years and I've seen a lot of my friends come and go and a lot of you guys come and go. What you do here, for better or for worse, stays with you the rest. STDs, they stay with you. Yeah, that's the reality. What happened in Vegas stays in Vegas. Forget about it. Okay, I gotta stay on track. You're still wondering. 
What happens to Dorian? Right? Does Dorian's wish come true? If only it was the picture who was to grow old and I remain young. I will tell you what happens. The first truth statement you've got to learn, and then I'll tell you what happens. Here's your truth statement. We call this a truism in Bible but God's laws are descriptions of reality. We don't break them, they break us. You can laugh. God's laws are descriptions of reality. We don't break them, they break us. Uh, you may have heard of something called the Ten Commandments. Anybody heard of the Ten Commandments? Those are imperatives. They're called the Ten Commandments. They're not the Ten Great Suggestions or the Ten Great Ideas. They are imperatives. They're the Ten Great Commandments. And they actually function and work just like our physical laws do. I was walking by somebody uh, on the road, like that far side of the LSE going up the hill. And this guy was like talking to his girlfriend and he goes, it's a physical law, don't you get it? <laughs> I don't know what they were talking about. <laughs> and he said, it's a physical law, don't you get it? Okay. God's laws work just like physical laws. How do physical laws work? If you jump out of a plane, this is what I like, this is the most simple analogy. If you jump out of a plane without a parachute, what happens to you? That's good. Yep. Splat. Gravity happens to you. You accelerate 9.8 meters per second squared. Only a few physics majors could have said that first. And you splat on the ground if you don't have a parachute Right? Okay, with that in mind, here's how Dorian's wish plays out. You with me? Okay, Dorian, like he's going all over London and living it up. Dorian discovers a beautiful young actress and he promptly proposes and becomes engaged to her. Okay? There's a reason. These are different times. He wouldn't have, but these are different times. You'll see in a second. He has it over one evening by the encouragement of his friend. And he basically says to her, Man, you should have it over. See how adventurous she is. See if she's willing to go where you want to go. So he listens to him, he has her over one evening, and when the clock strikes midnight, she gets up to leave. Some of you don't understand this, before the sexual revolution, and it was altogether culturally unacceptable to sleep together for marriage and culture at this time. If you're a Bible-believing Christian, it is still altogether unacceptable. Boom, I said
you see is the next morning, Dorian Gray at his desk writing a letter. What does he write? He writes her a letter informing her that he admired her innocence, but now that it's gone, he no longer wants to see her. He's showing us 
the way of life and not death. God, as a loving Father, wants us, me, you, every one of us, to become all he has made us to be. And so he sent his son to tell us this. I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's not a suggestion. He's not saying he's a good option. He's the only one. It's an exclusive statement, and he's saying, I am the
we're just going to take a moment tonight to pray. You guys can gather in your small groups. Um, if you feel like you need to pray alone, you can come up to this area and pray on the sides. We're just going to take a moment to consider these words. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but by me. Lord Jesus, thank you that you came when you walked among us. You spoke to your disciples as you did in John 14. But you said it to them, you'll also say it to us even tonight. There's only one way to do this. There's only one way to do it, according to you. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Would you give us a revelation of this truth? We are obstinate. We run from you. We resist you. And if we're honest, we prefer to do things our way. We're stubborn with this. There's a consequence. There's a result to doing things our way. Would you help us to see this, Lord Jesus? And would you help us to see that you are the truth that actually sets us free? If we kneel to you and submit ourselves to you, we actually free ourselves. We actually do, in a sense, become young again. We become new. We become untamed. Lord, I know that we don't get spiritual truth unless you just reveal it to us. I can say this all day. Holy Spirit, I ask for help from you right now. That across this room, you give us a revelation of what you're saying. When you say that I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father but by me. Thank you for your word. We invite you in this moment to speak to us. Help us to respond to you as you're drawing us, as your Holy Spirit speaks to us. Would you help us, each of us?